This week's Corp Ad is brought to you by Reapers Corporation. Hey everyone, I'm Rambo and welcome to Echoes of New Eden. I'm going to hit a couple of the hot topics from this past week, and I have a chat with a couple of the leaders from the Dark Horde. Let's check it out. The hunt event is active and will go until the 13th of April. Seemingly the largest complaint is the need to pay real money to get additional skill points and skins, even though it's been discounted. Developers responded to a few questions last week. Question. Will we see more faction modules added to the game like drones and strip miners? And the answer was faction drones will be added to the arena Devs are still deciding how to implement faction strip miners, and we'll share more details later. Another question. Will there be a language translator introduced into the game in the chat so that it can be translated in private messages? Answer. Devs have completed most of this, but will finish the content laid out in the roadmap first before finishing a translation feature. Another huge topic this week is the breakup of the GHA. Some of the biggest corporations have left GHA. Valhalla, DIT, Xanadu, Reapers, Stellar Tyrants, IOP, Home, Gone, HTP are some of the corps that left, just to name a few. Some corps went to SHH, others went to Pantheon, and some became Mercs. Another question would be, who is left in the GHA? I talked about this in the interview I had later in the show. Darkhorde Corporation, DIT, rebranded and turned into RX2. With their departure from the GHA, they had a citadel in Geminate they decided to part with. They issued a contest and a 1 billion isk bounty to the person who got the kill mail from the citadel, abiding by the rules, of course. Pixel Rift won the 1 billion isk prize having the final blow of the Citadel, with Kylo Ren placing second, winning a T9 battleship. About 90 people came to the system to get a chance of a payday. This week's interview, I did a crossover episode with Neon Poison from the Voice of the Horde podcast. Now, this interview is a bit long, 
simply because there was three people answering questions. I did cut out a couple parts, so for the full interview, please visit the Voice of the Horde YouTube channel. Neon posted that as part of his series, The End of an Era. Hi, I'm Zell. Hi, I'm Hayu. Hi, I'm Neon Poison. And welcome, welcome to Echoes of New Eden. Eden. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to Echoes of New Eden. Uh, special guests today, I have Zell with me. What's up, Zell? What's going on, guys? I have Hayu with me as well. Hi, Hayu. Howdy, everyone. And then content creator Neon Poison from Voice of the Horde. What's up, Neon? Hey, what's up, friend? Hey, so good to be back. <laughs> yeah, and thank. Yeah, this is a crossover. This is our second crossover. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, thank you guys for all you know being here tonight and you know sitting down and let's let's talk a little bit. So uh, let's start with you, Zell. Um, give us an introduction of yourself. Hi, I'm Zell. Um... I'm the leader of uh, Rage and Ruin, uh, executor of Dark Horde, and one of the former executive council members of GHA. Awesome. And hi, you. How about an intro from you? All right. I'm hi, you. Uh, I'm one of the officers, the PVP, I think they labeled Supreme Commander from Xanadu, one of the founding corps <laughs> from the Golden Horde. Um, other than that, I was an admiral until uh, here recently in the Golden Horde, and I have just uh, in the last few minutes before this recording, we've dropped our tags and, and starting a new transition. So we are we are all neutral right now. So you oh, too, wow. uh, you too were also part of the Dark War then, yes? Um, not originally. We are, um, I guess, adopted Dark Hordeites. I don't know. I don't know the wording there, but we uh, we joined the Dark Horde <laughs> because we made the decision when Sovereignty come out to to join uh, in the Geminate side, and and it just made sense to be in Dark Horde. Very nice. And then how about you, Neon? What's good? What's going on? What's good? Hey, um, I am also known as the Big Blue Boat. Uh, that's like my in-game name. Uh, this is paying tribute to the Big Red Boat, my friend from Goonswarm of EO. Anyways, uh, like you said before, uh, host of Voice of the Horde, I used to do a bunch of things for the Alliance. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, one thing I wanted to touch base on was the history of the Dark Horde and how that became and, you know, uh, what they are today. So, Zell, if you can break into that. Yeah, yeah, I could tell you. Um, so, I mean, originally before we became Rage and Ruin, um, we were Dark Intentions, and Dark Intentions started off over in Fountain. Uh, we were a young corp when the game started. And um, over time, we grew in size like everybody did. You know, it was a big, everything was really hyped. So we ended up forming two corporations, DIT and DLG. And uh, we took everybody and ran down to impasse um, because we wanted to get into some better space. Uh, so we took 100 players one day and we all flew down there. And uh, we said, uh, apparently, that's when we met uh, IOP. Um, Iron Star, and uh, we found out, you know, Off for Us was living there at the time. Um, so, you know, they were <laughs> they saw our numbers and respected us and said, "Hey, why don't you just join us?" So we we formed OP4D at the time, and 
Uh, we stayed in Op 4S for a while. Um, as everybody knows, it kind of started to implode. But prior to that, you know, Slitz and I um, saw that, you know, the early signs. I have, I've, I've played this game for a long time, and I can tell when there's, you know, a big implosion about to happen through an alliance. Uh, you know, there's certain key factors that we look for, and I was telling Slitz, hey, we, we need to we need to look to leave this place because there was a lot of issues with the leadership. So uh, prior to that, uh, we, you know, started looking around. I believe uh, Golden Horde was just swarming, and they had their big battle. Um, and at the, we actually knew Bojangles and uh, Ozier uh, prior to our, what, back when we were in Fountain. That's when we bumped into them, and you know they hit us up and they said, "Hey, why don't you just come join us? We're trying to we're trying to do something new. We're going to do a democracy, um, and we're going to try and you know." <laughs> and uh, and we said, "Okay, you know, how's you know we we were looking at their structure and everything was really organized and it seemed like a different group of people, um, you know, that actually wanted to make try try and make this work and you you know." Uh, even though it's notorious for not working, and uh, we said, you know what, we're gonna give it a shot. It's echoes, it's new. Let's let's try something. Um, so, yeah, we we moved over to uh, Geminate thereafter. Uh, we we pulled with us TBD, um, the, the TBD Alliance, uh, with somebody that was gonna join us originally when we were in OP4D, um, our old alliance that we formed, and then uh, we rebranded. We formed a new alliance, and uh, and that was called Dark Horde, uh, so that it would resemble the Golden Horde brand. Um, and then we just yeah we moved everybody into uh, to Gemini and that's that's how we were born. We, just, we started uh, placing infrastructure there and getting everybody organized in Gemini. So right. uh, Zell, we'll start with you and uh, your influence in the GHA and some of the decisions that you've made, the uh, influence you've had uh, on the players in GHA. You know the what you did in the GHA to make it so successful. Well, successful for the time. So. <laughs> Oh jeez, that's uh, that's a that's a long, long uh, story. Uh, so, um, all right. So, I mean, GHA, they were formed. Like, we joined GHA back in I think it was August of last year. Um, so, uh, since then, you know, like uh, we're we're a very active group. You know, we don't like to be um, just anybody. You know, like uh, we we actually like to be. Um, our community is really built on you know being active and. And getting things done right so um you know when, when we first came to gha we saw that you know there was a lot of opportunity um to help improve it. and then uh you know there was definitely things that we needed to make sure that were in place so that it could be successful um and like i said I, I've, I've played this game for a long time so i can i really identified some points that i really just wanted to get involved with and one of those points was the military so um right off the back uh back in those those days uh it was raw dog um, Storm and Hayu that were uh, that were the uh, admirals of G. Well, first it was Raw, and then and then they formed the the, the council of Raw, um, Storm and Hayu to lead the military. And um, I I just started off as a as, I don't know Hayu like a guy that I just wanted to help <laughs> out. So <laughs> so uh, so I worked I worked towards um, just helping the military, helping them get organized. Uh, I worked alongside Paladin for a while. Um, and then on top of that, I was, I was leading a bunch of fleets, um, you know, and, and because we were at uh, those times, we were, we were just starting the, uh, the EVE coalition. Um, so we went to war with BBB and uh, we, we had to wake up really early to get fleets down over to uh, the Genesis space because they were fighting uh, PIBC and, the, and um, Death Phantom and stuff. So we, it, I guess that's kind of like where, where we started, right? It was really in the military. Uh, so um, 
I guess from there over time, uh, you know, I, I started to earn uh, some respect from, you know, Hayu and uh, the others. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I, uh, I started to, uh, you know, work your way up. You know, when you're in the military, that's, that's how it works, right? You leave fleets, um, you know, people recognize recognize you and you know they put you to work even more so <laughs> that's just how it goes in eve right? yeah uh so uh yeah over time um oh, man uh, this is where it, like it gets really busy right because uh, my corporation dit at the time was uh, a member of vspc uh so uh we were and i was the co-ceo of uh of dit so it, i was juggling multiple hats at the time so i was helping on the front end you know actually helping the alliance you know get through things and then at the same time was the was the military i was um playing a, a military role i became i was promoted into the regional general slot i remember i did an interview with uh, neon back then about that yeah, i remember um, and uh and then from there you know i just i took i took control of gem and i really was focused on uh making it the most defensible region uh for gha so um you know i was working with corporations uh to get them placed in a proper proper spots um, I released defense plans. I released uh, plans to, you know, for patrols. Um, I mean, you name it. You know, you, any military activity you see, you saw in Germany, I was, I was trying. I was pretty actively uh, involved in. And then, uh, and then the offensives uh, kind of just came with that because uh, VVV was in Vale, so uh, working with the allies and stuff. So, um, so that's kind of where I guess my, my my career in the military took off. Um, you know, I, I was being a general. Um, things started to change a lot. I, I remember Hayu stepped down for a while, uh, which was terrible. Um, and then as he stepped down, uh, I was promoted into ad, uh, to, into being an admiral for GHA. Um, so, uh, yeah, yeah, it was just a a bunch of work uh, on on both ends, right? So we had. The admirality, um, admirality life. Uh, that's when uh, I think that's when pretty much when uh, we started to experience some issues. I remember Captain Benzie left, uh, Jay Ski left. Um, oh, and, Jay Ski. Yeah, yeah, Jay Ski was an awesome guy. And uh, and then uh, you know we started having the, those in, that level of internal drama that was actually actually, actually happening at the same time. So Raw Dog was becoming more inactive um, because he was focused on that and and. Uh, that's essentially the SPC became uh, was like being accused of being an uh, oligarchy, and to an extent, you know, they were trying to change things um, because I, if if we want to get into that, I guess uh, you know the the kind of model that GHA was uh, wanting to be at least being a, a democracy. Uh, we weren't a democracy at first. That it, we definitely weren't. You know, like there there had to be a transition. We'll get to that later. But um, at that time, that's that's when the real struggle started to happen, and it became apparent, you know, that we were not sticking with with our word uh, of being a democracy. Um, <laughs> so you know, it caused a civil war, and uh, you know, it, you know, groups broke off. Uh, I mean, that's uh, um, and during those divisions and fights and stuff, you know, deals were being made. You know, we had to like our, our entire uh, situation changed you know we we couldn't get help from the eve coalition so things we, we started backing down with things with them and um it was just it became a mess like we had so many different things falling apart all at once and people were were stepping down so um it, it was that was like really really tough <laughs> mm -hmm. uh you know a part of the military fallout that happened in the civil war i mean we lost like we lost raw we lost 
a large portion of our generals, a large portion of our FCs that all left with that civil war. So um, it was just me in, in Storm for a while. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, we, uh, and even Storm was being like, he was, he was very busy real life. So he was, he was fairly inactive at the time. So we, we, uh, the, we were just left alone essentially to, uh, to rebuild everything and try and figure out how we're going to help GHA get through this. Um, you know, because there was just so much drama going on. You know, the Aubriel situation also was around that time. So a lot of a lot of the corporations were were hurting. Um, so we were very 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 vulnerable. And uh, I I don't need like I I barely know how we got through that, but we did <laughs> and, and, uh, and pressed through. Um, so I guess as far as like uh, you know decision making and stuff, uh, I. I re, you know worked with um, what we had you know Polobot Colonel AJ um, we had uh, Morbid that came back with us as well we had uh, oh you know Shack Attack uh, we had um, oh my goodness was it, uh, there's one one other one other uh, general that I know stands out um, Arfin was a big Arfin Arfie. Arfin yes Arfin that's his name uh, he, yeah I miss him a lot too he's been kind of inactive but uh, we had so many people that uh, started stepping up and uh, I pretty much went to Hayu and I said, Hey, listen, uh, you need to come back because, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I could, I couldn't do it alone with storm. And he was very, he was, you know, he was very busy. Um, and I couldn't just do it by myself. I, I had too much going on with my corporation. The SPC was falling apart. Uh, so there was, there was just so much going on. So, um, uh, you know, I, I begged Hayu to, <laughs> to come back and, uh, and he did. And, uh, we tag teamed it from there on out. And yeah, we started to rebuild the military and, and really, uh, really get it back on its feet again um doctrines everything i mean we have uh all the doctrine page uh i i designed that myself the military discord i designed um pretty much everything all the all the structure that we needed i put it down and then all it was was putting these amazing people back into play and they just took off and it was it was awesome to see um so um, you know, we, we did that and, uh, th that kind of helped us get through the, the war that we had with NSF. It was very short, fortunately. Um, and, and that worked out pretty well. Um, so in the timeline of things, that's when the transitional government was introduced. Uh, I digress though. I mean, I, I kind of, I'm just rambling on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it all, it, it all starts to, to blend together. So, right. but yeah, that's, that. I guess you can kind of gauge what kind of activity I had <laughs> in GHA through all of that. And, uh, yeah, I think uh, a, a key component, like if you were to ask me, uh, where where did you first meet Zell and and GHA? Other than him coming with Dark Horde, uh, I, the first notable thing that I could point out in my mind, and granted, it turns to mush after after time, right? But it was it was you taking over the Discord and 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 effectively building the Discord. Storm had the server, but never did anything with it, right? And you you built the organizational foundation that became the GHM Discord. Hmm. What's going to happen to the Discord, by the way? Are you gonna? <laughs> just I, have no, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I left it in the hands of whoever. Who, I left all the foundation, all the sheets, everything, uh, all the spreadsheets that, that that I made, all that can go to whoever whoever wants it. That's uh, left in GHA. I'm ha more than happy to pass it along, and the admins have control of uh, GHM now. So, <laughs> not me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's too much work. So, so how you talk about uh, your influence in the GHA and some of the decisions and motivation you've had? 
Right. So like I mentioned, uh, Xanadu was one of the founding corps um, of the GHA. And from its inception, I, I don't, I'm trying to remember. I think I was like a day four starter. I wasn't, I wasn't a day one starter for sure. Uh, but I, I came in pretty soon and, and, um, you know, started the, the earliest grind, but I really had to, uh, get my taste for PVP and what these guys were doing in Eve Echo's brand new game. Uh, we were getting raided by, I believe it was a Polish group, KORP, I think. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was Corp. Yeah, Corp was raiding us, um, and, and with Caracals, <laughs> I think, at the time, right? It's funny to laugh at now. Like, oh, you four Caracals raided you? What? But, I mean, that's, that's what happened. And, um, and so it, there was a couple fleets where it was like chaos and, and I took over a couple times on comms and kind of pinged everybody into discord. And it really just, that's a start had people poke me, Hey, you know, we need some military leadership. Are you interested? Um, and they started talking to me and I'm like, man, you know, I've got two kids. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can commit that kind of time because I'm from Eve online. Um, when you tell me, you know, someone's an FC, that means they spend way too much time in, a, in this <laughs> game, right? So uh, I, I was really hesitant, I guess, at the very beginning. And um, and they ended up, like, before I even made a decision, all of a sudden Raw Dog and, uh, and U what, USA, what was their corp name, right? USA? USSF. USSF. Yeah, they, they kind of appeared. And it was great because I'm like, you know what, cool. He can get it going. Um, I'll be glad to help. Uh, but I, I don't. I don't have that time commitment, you know, so I thought if, if look what happened, uh, but yeah, but so that's kind of where I got my start was just helping out. Um, they, they said, raw is going to be the admiral. And I said, cool. Uh, they, and at one point I was, I was doing a lot of YouTube streaming. I have my own channel that I was doing. And so they were like, well, Hey, can you make some videos and some training? Cause it was all about training. Cause you know, yeah. I mean, to, to use bad English, nobody knew nothing about what was going on um, when it comes to PVP. And, and so, you know, we had to uh, really kind of get a foundation. And I'm like, mm, I don't think videos are the way to learn to PvP. I think, I think you get an interest to PvP from watching videos and watching content, but I certainly don't think you learn uh, the fundamentals of, of PvP. Uh, so, so that's how it's, you know, essentially started. And I was kind of like, ah, I don't know that I, I want to be a, um, a videographer for or a training captain for the for the military, but it was about that time that Raw kind of like sidelined and said, "Nope, you know what? I'm going. We're going to make this three admiral position, um, <laughs> and I want Storm and Hayu to to be. We're all co admirals. There's no we're we're equals. Is is the word I guess I'm looking for? Um, and so that's what I you know kind of stepped up and and we started making some progress with training up FCs and getting rank structure. Um, we were still operating on the same discord and didn't, didn't go that far, but we, we definitely made improvements. Um, and, and I actually kind of departed from cash and went to Geminate cause it was out of control right before dark horde got there. They, the guys, uh, I guess it was NSF, right? The people that would be LGC and, uh, uh yeah. TFX were actually in Geminate. So, so they were, they were getting hit by VVV pretty hard in the, in the early days. Um, you know, everybody was in the NPC station. Uh, there's two NPC stations in Geminate. Thank you, NetEase. We appreciate that. Uh, your abundance of stations, but they're both in the same system. Um, so that, that region is a little neglected. Uh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah it's a little, little silly. But uh, so, you know, yeah, that whole region could get shut down early game real quick. 
Um, but it, it was good and got us our first taste of war. Got um, Rand, Randall Thorne and uh, uh, Polobot actually were some of my first FCs that started coming up through the program because uh, they were they were in fleets with me attacking VVV uh, in, the, in the early parts of the, the bot wars. So, yeah, that's I mean, that's where I kind of come from. I've never I've tried to stay out of politics and, and leading anything other than fleets and, and the setting up the military. Um, but unfortunately, here at the end, I, I can say that leading the military turned into well, it is the highest levels of the military is politics. I mean, that's in real life and and in this game uh, because it, it is it's a sandbox, right? But it's a war sandbox. We build ships that have guns. We don't build ships that have hugs. So right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no escaping it. <laughs> I don't know if, uh, where I'm missed. I, I would say, um, you know, the the motivation for me, and I think I'm I'm pretty consistent among this. Um, at least I would hope everybody said uh, it's content. It's it's I want people to have a good time, um, and you know, there's no better joy for me in this game than that thanks FC after a fleet, right? You know, uh, the good fights or thanks 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 FC for taking the fleet out. You know, those those kinds of comments and that gratitude uh that's what makes my day when we get some kills or even if we just go out and do things together if it's pve whatever it is having a group of people say hey you know thanks for thanks for the fleet that's that's my motivation uh for 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 staying as a leader yeah that's definitely good to have and uh how about you neon what's your influence in the gha <laughs> um in case people people uh, didn't listen last time, I started with university, uh, Golden Horror University, working together with uh, Avalia of Eve University. We had some good success. I, I've later on uh, turned it over. I've given it to a huge shout out to Uncle. He took it over, and he's been doing a fantastic job with it, like training everything. Uh, but so we, that was, was marketing side, media side. I started with propaganda. We had decent success. If you remember um, <clears throat> when we had the Battle of Ace Spin, uh, that was like the golden age of our propaganda. If you go back to look at Reddit to Golden Horde uh, Alliance uh, account, you can see like the first few um, posts, we had huge success. Like we were able to drive the message through. We had we were trending a lot and uh, you know those infamous posters that was they were really really popular <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh yeah um that was last time when we spoke <laughs> and yeah. then we started losing people um this is what i said last night as well but uh we lost everyone basically and i had to and and then it became like i had to justify myself and keep everybody happy it was just it was just like me against everybody and that was not fun um it used to be like People like Bo and Raw and I mean Hayu was there the whole time, so Hayu too. And I mean it was mostly Bo. Just he would just private message me on, on okay, let's push this message out, and then I would share it with the team, and then we will create a poster, we'll create the messages, we'll you know go on the Reddit to start a campaign. And but obviously, you know when when around Christmas time, I think uh, Bo left, and there was no more. And all of our designers left. Uh, I saw some uh, comments from um, people last night. Is, is they're sort of blaming me for that? I, I sort of do take the blame because I, I I decided at that time it was too much. I I didn't have time to uh, 
especially on my own, I could not do it. It was just too much work. Mm -hmm. And I decided to quit Discord. Yeah, I focused on, I believe I told uh, most of the people um, that I was going to focus on interviews. And and I think it was around that time too, um, I got involved with the devs in the creator, um, as a content creator on the official EVE channel with Joseph. And that's when I started to focus more that way. Like I wanted to become a liaison uh, between the devs and the players. So um, I wanted to focus, again, so, so the content I was making was sort of like you, like mostly like uh, interviews and talking to people. And mm -hmm. a shout out to Odin Cardinal. Um, he suggested that this is again to basically last months before this whole thing fell apart. He he's always been there for me. Like he made some great suggestions. He appeared on the show multiple times. He was like, "Oh, you should interview EC members uh, and the admirals and you know the upcoming FCs like Shack Attack and all the those everyone." He had so many ideas, and and I did. I reached out to everyone and just. It, nothing worked out. <laughs> uh, so for like months there, since uh, I, I think it was Chinese New Year's, so late January till like basically last month, we were we couldn't book anyone. Like nobody was interested. Uh, I, just last word is, is I think Echo sort of went through the same thing too. Like when when I look at the creators, uh, the Dev channel, um, there wasn't much new content. Like there wasn't many new patch. Uh, I guess after T nine, especially like there was not nothing really new. Like the, so, the last few contents I did was you know testing stuff, uh, testing the T nine battleships on the test server, and that was it. Like I couldn't do much else. So mm -hmm. yeah, that that brings us to you now. But uh, yeah, so. <laughs> the big story that I've been literally going around the galaxy and asking people, and I've talked to GenFed, I've talked to SHH, I, I'm in trying to get talks with Pantheon and Void on their perceptions of this war. Granted, you know, and if you heard my previous interviews with Mama and Ozier and, and True Beast, you know, everybody's got, it, it, it may be similar to a point, but it's kind of like, Nobody knows why this is even happening. Um, so there's a lot of confusion as to why this war is even going. So I wanted to reach out to you, Zell, um, and to, to get your perception of this war. How did this war even start? Oh, man. Um, uh, well, if, if, if you really look at uh, how it started... Um, originally, I, I really believe that it started between uh, GenFed and DP, obviously, because they have been they have been going at it for so long, and that just trans transitioned into a, a you know a continued war in the south. Um, so that that's kind of where you know the sparks were were starting, right? They they were fighting down south, um, and then for GHA, we we started to uh, to kind of flip a little bit on on how we were we were going to do things um, once the the new EC was put in place. Um, so, I, I can really draw it down. If, if, if TLDR, we 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 actually entered into the war because we were defending Void. Um, that's that's where we drew the line, and we said we're not going to stop. Um, and and granted, uh, it wasn't it wasn't in, initially. There was a situation that had come up 
um, where we believe that Void was going to be attacked by Genesis. And that, that's kind of where the spark started there uh, for us to enter into a war down south. Um, and, you know, Genesis, Void was telling us, hey, you know, our, our citadel is reinforced. We have reason to believe that Genesis is coming. There's a bunch of, you know, Genesis um, pilots in the system or, you know, scouting us out. Can you come and defend us? Um, and that's when Kaowen reached out to Genesis and said, hey, you know, uh, you need to let us know, are you guys planning to to hit this citadel? Um, because we were still blue with them at the time. Um, and our relationship evolved with Void beyond that of, uh, you know, our, our blues that we had. Um, we have we started categorizing people into different types of relationships and Void fell into like this best friend relationship. Um, earlier, I mentioned that uh, we had a war with, you know, uh, a civil war internally. Um, and, not, and the only people that really were able to assist us during those times uh, was Void. Um, even prior to that, you know, when we were being, you know, pressured or if we needed help against VVV, uh, Void continued to be there for us. Uh, so, you know, that, that relationship really evolved um, and, and it became, you know, you know like it was going to be uh, no matter what, we would defend Void against anybody. Like we, would, we will drop you to neutral if you decide to attack Void, essentially, <laughs> if, if you were blue with us. And, um, and that's, that's what we stuck with, right? So we, you know, we let them know in advance and said, hey, you know, um, if you guys are planning to do this, we'll, we'll have to go neutral for the duration of the fight. And then after that, we can reestablish, um, you know, our, our, uh, our standings. Um, and, and to be fair, you know, it, di it did not seem like uh, Genesis was actually going to, you know, attack that Citadel in the end. Um, and they didn't. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's where the spark started to fly, right? Because it didn't really sit right well, sit right to, to our allies that we'd be willing to drop them to neutral for Void. Um, so anyway, um, that evolved uh, with Void and Genesis. Uh, there was, you know, I, I, I can't really get too much into how Void and Genesis began to attack each other. It was, it was a lot of different things that were said. Um, it seemed to have stemmed there and then Void into the war. Uh, and began to assist uh, the uh, their allies, um, which is Han, and and their allies, which was F1 and and, and the others, um, against their war against Genesis. So, um, you know, like we said, we we would stick with our word. GHA was sitting there, and we were recovering from our civil war. Um, and then, you know, it, it just made sense to us if uh, anybody was going to come and attack Void, we would still we would always defend them, right? So that was our agreement with Void. We had it written down in stone. Um, and like I said, they, they were the cause of so many awesome things for GHA and helping us to sustain ourselves again. Um, so when, it, when push came to shove and, uh, you know, Void was out assisting their allies, um, there was mercenary contracts against Void to go and hit their citadels. Um, but we didn't let that happen. You know, anytime mercs would come around, we would defend them. And that, that was really the spark, I'd say, uh, of what started us entering into the war initially. Um, diplomatically, things were, you know, starting to tank. Um, I'm, I'm not going to go into too much of that. Everybody's seen and has their own opinions on it. Um, from what I've seen, you know, it was it, we were defending Void. Obviously, Genesis is not going to like that. So, hey, we're going to go to war to, with each other. It's, it's just natural, right? You can't, you can't be blue if you're defending, um, if you're defending, you know, against their attacks of, of other, of our blues, right? So. Uh, they're they're not going to allow that. Obviously, it's it's not. I, I get it, right? You know, we, we need to we need to address a, a situation like that, and we were not going to bend and say that we're not going to defend Void. Um, so that's how it really started, and and it that's how it was for a while. We were on defense. We played defense um, really well. We managed to defend Void uh, against a lot of situations. Um, and then when that when those contracts ended, you know, we were kind of just left there. You know. 
we didn't really have much else to do. Um, and I, I mean, I'm sure how you can attest that uh, those, those def- like the defense that we played was like, it really sparked a new fire in GHA. We, we had just endured that, you know, civil war conflict, things were rebuilding. And then all of a sudden we get all this content right next to our home base. We were fighting Pew. We were fighting, um, we, we were just fighting, uh, you know, MC and it was, we were just having so much fun defending. And then it brought our Russian brothers together because we had the, the Russian block that had just joined us. And we really just unified and became this, like we're, we became this powerhouse um, you know, guys like Zakat and McCoy stepped up there, Diorium, um, you know, the, all of these players started to come together because of that. And, and it was, it was a beautiful thing. So once, once every, everybody was gone, you know, like, we're like, well, all right, well, what, what do we do now? <laughs> um, so, and, and that's when um, I remember the, uh, the, the biggest thing that happened was, uh, was Oz and Pyro approached uh, the executive council, uh, which I wasn't a part of. I, no, oh, no, that that is actually when I when I became a, a, a prior to all of that, I somehow managed to get from the transgov uh, back to, down to admiralty and then back up into executive council because uh, my my uh, co CEO slits slit, stepped down. Yeah, um, so I got voted into there uh, because everybody uh, they just wanted me in there. So um, <clears throat> uh, the uh, the biggest thing was. Uh, Pyro and, and Oz came and approached us with this proposal and said, hey, you know, we're having fun. Um, you know, Blood Horde and the others, they're going down and they're, you know, running incursions in Genesis space. Um, let's, just, let's just go out and get some more content because uh, we, we want to just keep this rolling. Um, and that's how the WX proposal came about. Um, Oz had it had taken the reins because, you know, like they said, they wanted to prove themselves. Um, and there was a lot of internal strife already <laughs> through all of this. There's, a, you know, still the internal strife of uh, corporations, um, you know, that wanted to uh, contribute in some way um, and, and prove that they did, you know, because people were saying, oh, you know, we're a military powerhouse now. And, uh, you know, we, we, we need everybody to contribute so that we can capitalize this and continue to improve, um, you know, our, our competitive means in, in this game, right? Because a democracy is not usually able to compete um like a dictatorship in EO online it's just it's just a known fact right um so there was a, all that internal strife going on so you know oz comes out and they're like you know hey we're, we're going to show you guys that you know even though we're small and we can't really put too much numbers on the field we're, we're gonna we're gonna throw citadel um in their faces and you know we have the ec said okay you know we thought about it we we talked with the other admirals hayu was strongly against that i remember that <laughs> yeah um he said <laughs> he was uh he was he's definitely an advocate against it uh but i talked with the others and you know it was it, it, what did we have to lose right it, we we didn't we we weren't gonna dedicate so much defense of it defense to it at least that was the plan um to where you know we would we would sacrifice our home systems that, that was the plan so um uh, so we said, you know, let's just throw it out there and, and have some fun, and and uh, we'll have a citadel in, in Genesis space. And if it blows up, it blows up. It was it was completely a sacrificial citadel. We had no intentions of moving into that system. Um, you know, it, it, where people may say it was an extermination campaign, I, I really, pu- I purely viewed it for content. That that was literally that's literally what you do, and you you, provo- you provoke people, you poke them, and then you know you have fun. That, that's 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 just what you do. Um, and, uh, and unfortunately, you know, <laughs> we had some, uh, some critical errors. To, I mean, the, the drop went very smoothly. 
but uh, what didn't go go well with it was that uh, you know we had a an error of making sure that our citadels were not uh, coming out of reinforcement. Um, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. We did we did mention it, uh, but for some reason that did not get translated to, over to some of these corporations um, who still reinforce their citadel, and then uh, and they just literally, if you if you want to say you know, like the prime moment uh, uh, that really screwed us over, that that was that moment. Like it was like wow, you know. Uh, we had three citadels come out of reinforcement as we were dropping the citadel, and then Pantheon just says, "You know, we stroll. They stroll right through our space, and then it's like, oh hey, there's three <laughs> citadels coming out here, um, <laughs> and they took advantage of it. So they threw them all into hole, and uh, in ca- well, they threw them all into uh, into armor and then hole the next day because we had to go and defend WX um, when it came out of re- uh, anchor. So, which was successful. So anyhow, um, so yeah, we we screwed up there." Um, and then it became highly apparent that we still had our old, uh, a lot of the corporations were still running on old timers, uh, whole reinforcement timers, because uh, they were all in the U.S. prime time, which used to be our prime. Uh, but, you know, since, <laughs> since the Civil War, uh, that quickly changed and we became this uh, Russian, Euro, um, and even Chinese uh, prime uh, alliance. Like we, we were... We were really, really strong, and then we had, you know, naturally uh, our new allies and ACR and stuff were also very strong in that time zone. Um, so those three citadels, you know, we accepted. Hey, it was a mistake. We didn't do well with that. Um, we'll wash our hands and um, and just do what we can for them, you know, because they were they were in US Prime and, and our weakest time zone. Um, thereafter, uh, we, you know, we quickly amended that. Though I mean, we were, uh, I mean, we were quickly uh, announcing to all the other corporations hey, you need to fix your timers uh, before anything else happens. Uh, but anyhow, um, that's really, I guess, how we, we got into the offensives and how we kind of started getting to the point that we were today, well, where we are today. Um, you know, we, we really f- pushed, uh, tried to push the boundaries and we made some mistakes and uh, those mistakes compounded into some more mistakes uh, on, on corporations. And yeah, that's... <laughs> That's my story, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Hayu, what's what's your perception in, in your position? What's your perception of the war? Yeah. So, um, and I'm gonna have a disclaimer here. I, I am a <laughs> PVP officer in Xanadu. My thoughts, beliefs, and comments here may not represent those of my corporation. <laughs> um, but start of the war. So the start of the war, um, the bot wars became. Um, uh, the bot wars were anti-bots, but the <laughs> how do you say this? The coalition quickly becomes scrutinized um, for only going after bots, or the perception that they were going after bots and corporations only of Asian descent, right? So as the bot war drug on, um, it it became uh, almost a rhetoric that hey, we're we're going to stop these insert Chinese name botters. Um, and, and that rhetoric was very anti what the horde stood for. We had Asian corpse, we had, um, Asian Alliance within our own Alliance at that point in horde. And that wasn't what, what we joined the bot wars for. And that was the message, um, when the angel cartel Republic formed, which was, which is really spearheaded by head Han, um, which is not, from Han Alliance, right? Zell, help me out here. He's actually F uh, F one, right? Yeah, he's F one F one dragon, right? F one dragon. So when ACR formed, uh, they said that you know there's a couple of things here. There's been some real uh, 
biasness on this bot wars thing against DP that they've kicked the bots. This needs to end. This has really turned into a land grab from gen fed uh, and DP and the whole group being pushed out of, out of essentially out of any um, space in the, in that Southeast corner uh, ACR, you know, formed that angel cartel Republic to say, no, that's, that's, we're going to go to war over this. This is wrong. Uh, you can't just unify against all of the Asian alliances down here. Um, well, ACR uh, with F1 Dragons was very good friends with Void. They had been living together, uh, like in the same cohabitation region-wise, uh, for for I don't know, almost since the start of the game, right? Like for quite a long time, um, and it actually had been a problem. As was one of the admirals, um, Death Phantom was our enemy because we were helping gen fed and silent attack uh you know that was one of the targets of the body and they were living in some of the void stations so it was like some awkward conversations with some of our friends uh Sarpedin and the void group that had had actually came catskull academy and that catskull the whole group that had left the horde were now in void and we're having some really awkward conversations about hey there's your blues are there but they're red to me uh this this is awkward uh so it, it was a little bit of friction for me as an admiral like hey i've got targets in your systems and this this creates a problem because you're blue to me um so it, i was really kind of sh stressing the fact like hey i don't know if i can be friends with void um you know this this seems kind of one way they're harboring essentially an enemy um but that that perception for me changed about the time the civil war happened and void was the only group that really, really came to our aid with any force. You know, I had come back to the Admiralty at, as like Zell said, the behest of him and, and my CEO and, and others to say, Hey, no, 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 we want you back. Um, please <laughs> civil war, uh, right before the civil war, you know, we, we really want you back. And, um, that civil war, at least for me, that first, that first night of the civil war, when, uh, NSF attacked and reinforced a bunch of citadels, obviously that gave us 24 hours before a whole bunch Ooh. of timers. Cause they had ran the inter inter interceptor fleets. Right. So long story short, void helped, uh, helped us. Cause I, I personally had a fleet open for about 13 hours that next day, uh, going after their one citadel or outpost and them, uh, you know, healing or letting all of our outposts heal that they had already previously hit. Um, so I, 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 I had a huge respect for Piper and Amoxin and the group that I would, I would learn to come and love as I worked with them and in, um, in that civil war. So when they started asking for help from these mercenaries, like, Hey, our, 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 you know, we stand, they had this message in Piper, um, it really had a message. We stand by our friends, you know, all, that's, that's it. That's what we live and breathe by in this game. We stand by our friends. And so when they came and helped us, I, I had a debt in my heart, you know, and my gratitude for them coming up and helping me uh, with those CTAs that I, I pushed it. I pushed it again with the EC. I pushed it with our, every, every group we talked to, I'm like, no, we gotta, we gotta put support in this war. Void helped us, um, and and really, you know, I, I owe part of our existence to to them stepping up to help us. He is kind of what triggered World War One, right? If we learn from history, World War One was was one person stepped into this person's house, and it caused a, that uncle of the friend who had an agreement with the other brother that said, "No, you you shot that king who." It was a, a what's the good word? A domino effect, I guess, is what I'm yeah. looking for. 
where it, you know by by this this triggered that treaty that triggered this treaty of this group friend so <laughs> it really to me it was kind of world war one-esque where it was like all these all these groups kind of went to war and it made blocks really it's like huge blocks of of groups that were now at war because of of their different treaties and i would say that the horde tried to stay like the United States in World War One, we tried to stay out of it. We were, we like Zell said, we were just coming out of our civil war. We were kind of like an isolationist. Like, listen, you guys are really good friends. Um, we're going to shoot the mercenaries, but we really don't want to get involved in this because, honestly, at the time, we didn't think we could afford to. Not not isk wise, but we didn't think we had the manpower and the and the really just the capability of handling another war at that point. Well. Lo and behold, it was actually the best thing that ever happened to the Horde, right? And and as a military, those mercenary contracts that were originally against Void um, quickly got turned to us. And then the contracts, even when they were, their contracts were up, they wouldn't leave the area because we were such great content, right? So they just stayed here. And it really helped sharpen our swords. All the people that had kind of been living fat, dumb, and lazy, as I'd like to say, um, <laughs> not getting challenged, not getting raided. Well, that changed. For the first time, the poor region of Angel Space was being <laughs> raided because normally nobody would want to go there. It was a waste of their time, you know? So it was, it was ironic that those mercenary contracts really had some FC stepped up it because you got to have battles and you got to have fleets for these FCs to gain experience and 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 those those mercenary contracts gave us that uh, so super appreciative and shout out to mercenary coalition when the no alliance and Pew and Tahini they really helped us they really helped us cut some dead weight they really helped drive some people to PvP um, and then you know we grew on our own hubris as as i was going with the no nah, i don't think we need to go on the offense let's stay on the defense let's continue to develop ourselves like we're doing uh but at at, at the point there was a time in this war where gen fed had zero structures well yeah i guess they can say they have the one because the corp left us but they really <laughs> they had no they had no structures so they were really confined to npc stations um and the the coalition, you know, it's like, well, hey, let's make a hard push. Um, we'll destroy all their bases. They won't be able to rat. Uh, we'll, we'll, you know, keep at their allies who queries coalition at the time. You know, we'll just keep putting pressure their ally support off and and we'll just have this war over in a week and we're going to drop a bunch of co uh, citadels right on their doorstep so we'll have <laughs> staging grounds so it was like this whole plan and really it was kind of sold on like this is the major push we need to end this war um and and that's not how the story went so i, I don't think i need to rehash how the story went but i i feel like you know the 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 turning point going on the offense was because really we wanted it to end, right? We're like, okay, this, this is really stagnant. There's not a whole lot of excitement here. Um, uh, was, yeah, let's, let's, let's be done with this. And that's what the goal was really is why I eventually, you know, signed off on, on the WX thing. I was like, all right, just drop it. If, if Hedahan and the group really thinks we can push and, 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 <laughs> and shut this down in a week. Let's, let's do it. Let's throw everything we got at it. Well, as history will tell us, we threw everything we had at it. Um, and I was actually out of town that weekend. So I had no idea until I came back on Monday <laughs> and my corpus poking me, Hey, do you know our citadels in hull? And I'm like, no, I don't. When does the timer come out? Oh, like in, you know, 36 hours. What? 
So it was, um, it was an unfortunate timer. Uh, just like you said, it, it, it happened on a Saturday and a Sunday and it popped out on a Tuesday. So it was just, or I think technically Wednesday, maybe I'm not sure, but, uh, it, regardless, it didn't give us a lot of time to, to prepare or get the allies, you know, deployed, right. Cause we had been focused in the South. Nobody had ships and assets in the North to deal with what we were going to face. And then I think my my real perception of this is we gave uh, Pantheon and and Genfed the victories that they needed. That, I mean, we I hate to say we threw the interception that they needed, but it, it's really what turned the tide of of the of the ball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that just lit them up to a level of activity that they I think they hadn't really seen. Um, and and then to for them to be able to stage in Kenora like they were able to and, and really push. I mean, they they obviously did a hell of a job of of staging the materials and having the people in the ships and committing to the timers. Uh, but that that first loss of of the Xanadu Citadel was the first one to go down in eight MG. Um, it was it was huge. It was huge for them. It was a huge moral victory for them. Um, and and they deserve a round of applause for that and and the growth that they got for it for sure, um, but but essentially I mean I think that that kind of sums it up I think there was a lot of anti uh, we didn't want this we were never in this to to eliminate the the Asian alliances because again we have we had um, well I say had I guess it should be past tense the the horde had a major. Um, Russian and a major Asian component, and we did not want to be part of any bot war campaign that that had any kind of bias like that. So you know, we wanted to set the record straight. So that's when we exited that coalition, the the bot war coalition uh, or Eve coalition, and and I think that was really the precipice of saying, hey, this this is wrong. We're not cool with this. We want to stay neutral, but. You shot our friends, and it got, and that's what <laughs> triggered all these treaties that that really got us sucked into it. Yeah, I do have to give a shout out to my corp, though, uh, because again, I'm, I'm, if I say anything unmuzzled, I'm, I'm going to get yelled at. But that's all right, because I'm going to give a shout out. Uh, Xanadu was an industrial corporation that was started with the goal of having like the first trade center, like ITC. So I just, I want to, I want to preface that but this this corporation was all about industrial there wasn't really much of a pvp element when the 8mg uh fight happened uh xanadu alone had uh one and a half fleets of their own they had almost 70 uh characters online and 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 in that battle so i i'm super proud of what the corp has done and what they've become and 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 i owe a lot to that to geminate we we left from the back corner of cash where we you know we'd see one raider um, and he was usually yeah. a cloaky camper uh so we went to the front door of geminate and bwf uh and and it really changed my corporation and i've loved seeing them step up and, and we actually got a great fc out of it kiss then uh, he really really developed as an FC and has taken a role himself. So it, I have to give a shout out that the, the miners threw down the lasers and picked up the tornadoes. <laughs> nice. Yeah, very nice. So let's segue that into uh, the next topic then is how does the war affect the current gameplay for the players? Hi, you. Right. So um, I, I don't want to say it's a password. Are we calling the war past tense? Is it over for us? I mean, I guess it's over for me because I'm neutral to everybody now. Um, but, but for sure, I think, I think with the the insurance patch, 
there, it left a lot of industrials kind of looking around like, why am I mining for 10 million an hour in a retriever or a procurer? Um, so I think, I think it was almost a necessity for this war to happen. Again, we know, we know Eve and New Eden is a PVP game. I mean, yes, there is PVE elements, but those are to fund PVP needs. Um, and, and I think that that the industry taking such a nerf left the null suck null sec, excuse me, industrialists just with no other option, but I might as well try this PVP crap out. I've can't, you know, it's not even worth, it's not even worth mining right now. Like nobody's buying a ship with the first iterations of the inference. Um, so I, I, I think it was a necessity. And I think the leadership saw that the you know, member counts kind of dwindled uh, right before this real, the war really kicked off. So, I, I mean, I think it was absolutely important that the war happened and this, if there's anything to be said about Nolsec, I can guarantee you in six months, it's not going to look the same. And then a year from now, it's not going to look the same. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited um, that these kind of wars are happening and that we're, we're starting to flesh out the, the content and really see these fleets happen. You know, I'd really love that we, we have not such huge blocks. I, you know, I want to see smaller skirmishes and, and less, uh, tie-dye style fights. I don't think anybody truly enjoys that. I think the FCs, oh, the people enjoy the outcome of the battle, but nobody enjoys that fight um, when it's just laggy and black screen after black screen or crash after crash. So I, I, I think I think it's you know brought us to an interesting uh, diplomacy state. We have essentially a huge blue donut, um, and then and then you look at ACR and that group there. It's going to be interesting next two weeks to see what happens with with Void and, and ACR now that the horde, who in the last I mean Zell, what has it been a month month and a half that we just we took the brunt, we took the beating, we took the mercenary yeah, yeah. contracts, we took all of the pantheon and and gen fed attention. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, it's going to be interesting, uh, really. And Zell, do you have any comments on that, on the current gameplay for the players? Yeah. I mean, like, it, like how you said, um, you know, wars are needed for, for players to evolve, right? Uh, Echoes is still really early in its timeline. Um, and there was a lot of strategies that weren't really being used. And then, you know, you take like the battle, like, uh, LG tech, right? That was the first time I had ever seen. Um, you know, more advanced tactics being used in battle. And I, and I can attest that too, because, you know, you need them in order to win, right? Uh, they were, you look at Pantheon and, um, and Genesis, they were, they were going to take us on in our prime time. Like this is the, that was the, one of the timers that we, we had more confidence in because it was going to be in a time where we could have all our allies and it was on weekend. Um, and I was just, you know, hats off to them. They played it fantastically. I mean, it, it started, it even started on a level like uh, may, maybe many people don't know, but Genesis flew out of their their staging point over in uh, in BZTAC over eighty plus jumps to create a facade that they were not going to come and fight us over <laughs> for this timer. It was it was incredible. I followed them with my spy. I had I had alts on comms, and um, you know they they created this huge ruse that they were going to focus on BX tech. And uh, and they took this long, <laughs> this long roundabout um, through all the way through period bases up into low sec, and then all the way across to Kenora to be there just to make sure that we were going to displace our forces. And I, I had never seen that before, right? You know, it was it was really incredible. Um, so you know, it, war, like I said, wars are needed for us to evolve. I love you know me me being an fc of, of i mean from even online i i love being able to to face opponents like that 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 is my favorite kind of uh thing in eve is being able to see 
um, you know, people play a little bit more on the macro scale and, uh, and bring all these new concepts out. And then on top of that, it's good for the players. You know, you, you look at echoes right now and like how you said, um, it's been a little bit of a struggle with the insurance program. People are losing interest. We're, we've been bleeding players out of the community every single day. Um, you know, we need these kind of wars to, to make things happen, to bring people together and actually give them a reason to play. Um, and, uh, you know, to help sustain us through these darker times. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy seeing these wars kind of happen uh, and, and seeing the, the battles that come out of them. I'm going to turn the topic now to probably the largest topic to happen in the past week, and that's this kind of implosion of the GHA. Um, what is happening with the GHA? I know last week several large corporations had basically said, well, I'm done, I'm out of here, I'm going elsewhere. What's going on with the GHA? Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to say where it starts right because um like uh, like i was mentioning earlier there is this has been going on for a long time in ghh since like the the first civil war um even before that you know when we had the issues with um the spc right you know there's um there was a, a big issue with you know contribution who's doing what who's not doing no- enough um you know and, and people that are doing too much and it was um like when you it just attributes to the fact that the government we were trying to run, uh, it's very hard to compete with because it demands a lot of time out of people. Uh, I think I think everybody can really um, attest to that. You know, uh, a democracy um, is very hard to to maintain that. Uh, what, what, it's, it's very hard to maintain in general because you have to take in so much time to facilitate different opinions. Um, you know, you have to take in so much time just to to write things out and put it on paper and explain to everybody, you know, why it's the right thing to do. And then you have to argue about it and have debates because everybody has an opinion and everybody has a vote. <laughs> so, um, you know, there, there came <laughs> there there came a point where you know, like the the people who who were working really hard, you know, um, started getting battered around, and then you know they're already getting drained out from having to facilitate all these discussions. Yep. Um, and then on top of that, we have a war that's going on. Uh, and then, yeah. so you, you just, all these things started to compound, um, at least for me, you know, I can really only speak from my perspective and, uh, why I decided to pull out, uh, my corporation. Um, you know, I was spending a lot of time uh, on discord all the time. And, uh, you know, I was spending a lot of time, uh, doing all these management things that, you know, just really sucked away, um, my time from the game. Uh, you know, the things that I enjoyed doing. And then just one day, you know, I mean, LJ, the battle of LJ Tech um, thereafter, I mean, it was just like one of the biggest things about GHA. And I'm sorry, you know, it, it really sucks is that when people get dragged into these discussions, they turn into heated debates and then they just start slinging things at each other uh, versus focusing on the problems. And it's too easy to play, you know, um, typing warrior. Um, and, 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 and just say whatever you want to say, because, you know, nobody's looking at you and and nobody has to hold you accountable. Right. Um, and then, I mean, I had, I had expressed it in our last, um, all hands meeting. I said, you know, we, the EC doesn't need more power. We just need people to step up and work out these problems. Right. We need, we need to focus on trying to get ourselves, um, you know, in, in more of a place for centralized, um, taxation or contributions in some way and figure out a way to make sure that we're evolving our fleets because we still have people showing up in like 50 frigates <laughs> you know for some of these fights and uh, it was just showing that we were, we were behind right that was how 
Genesis and Pantheon were able to fight that battle, you know, 300, 350 to 400 players versus, you know, a thousand players, you know, uh, because they were so involved in, um, with their doctrine, they had the right ships on the field. Um, it became a lot more apparent how, you know, we were still not catching up. It was very difficult to catch up. So, you know, instead of focusing on those problems, um, you know, people were th- throwing things at each other and, uh, you know, throwing things at me and, uh, I just said, you know, why am I doing this? <laughs> why, why am I <laughs> spending so many hours uh, only to get beat down sometimes? Um, and, and granted, I, we had we had a lot, I had a lot of support, obviously, uh, but I just got really tired. And uh, I said, you know what, uh, this is this is not worth it for me anymore. I need to I need to step back and actually focus more on my corporation, stop sacrificing them, um, and then actually, you know, figure out a way to enjoy the game. Otherwise, I'm not I'm not going to play it anymore. You know, it was just that. And I'm sure many other people have, have reached that point uh, in, in GHA, at least. That, that is the legacy of democracy. It's, it's burning people out, you know, if there's not enough people to manage it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I pulled my corporate, I, I made the announcement. I said the very next day, I'm not going to be uh, running an EC anymore. I'm not going to be running any more military anymore. Um, and my corporation is going to be uh, leaving. And, uh, well, I announced later that my corporation is going to be leaving GHA. And, uh, and from there, it just sort of started to domino, right? Because it was at just the right point, you know, that Pantheon and, and um, you know, Genesis had this big victory against us. Um, and I think, uh, I think I might've put the final nail in the coffin there <laughs> because uh, shortly, shortly after I resigned, how you stepped down, I think within the hour, <laughs> because he's like i'm not gonna do this anymore either and uh yeah just yeah the the resignations just started really piling in thereafter so yeah yeah i want to i want to i want to broach that of you know because I, I get asked that all the time why'd you step down why'd you leave and and i i would just give to most people that i didn't care to give the time of day to because i left and and i, I don't it seems like a cop out, and I and I really don't think it is because people don't understand. So Zell was an admiral, and and like I said, you know, he he asked if I'd come back, you know, and I said, sure, man, um, yeah, and let's let's do this together. He was he's very supportive. We we step for step. Okay, you're going to work on this. Okay, I'm going to work on that. Uh, I was able to work on the Discord when he was asleep or at work, and vice versa. We really we tag teamed it. That was a good word. We were able just to be in step, um, and then like I said, with the the coalition. Uh, there was some illness in the coalition with some of the leaders. So they were, they were out of the game. Um, and it really turned into where the horde was, uh, was leading the, the, the charge, so to speak. And, and I say the horde, I mean, Zell. Um, and I, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background just to, to make a coalition work, but a coalition across time zones and across multiple regions, Zell was doing not a, I, I'm not even going to pat him on the back and say phenomenal work because that wasn't what it was about for me. Yes, he was doing a great job, but the amount of hours and, and time that he put into that, uh, yeah. and and when and to go back to when Zell was an admiral with me when it was him, I, and Storm, uh, and and the spot the, the slot came open on the EC when Slit stepped down, and we talked to him and I ta- had a conversation on the side, and we're like, I'm like Zell, dude, I think one of the best things you can do for the military is get into the EC and help people understand what that this is a war game and i need i need you on that council i don't i don't need you as an admiral you can still do most of the you know you can still take fleets and and be involved in the military from the ec side but i need somebody on that council that truly understands war right um and and the art of it and and zell does he, he gets it he's a he's a, a great tactician and, and fleet commander um 
and and put the time into it and put the hours into it. So w- when people think I copped out and said and I saw Zell left and I stepped down shortly thereafter, um, is is I don't know if you got if, if you walk on two feet every day and you lose a leg and and you have to go to sleep. <laughs> I, I think that's what it felt like to me because I, I knew at that time I was going to be in a wheelchair uh, <laughs> without 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 a leg or half my body because Zell. I mean, like I said, we tag team and we we did it together and without that other half, um, he was my other half in Eve. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm, I'm getting. No, uh, no, you're, you're gonna get oh, me emotional, man. I, well, yeah. I, I don't. I don't mean it like that. I mean, there's yeah, there's a lot of romance there, but at the same time, it, it's it is a real world time commitment, and I, you know, I don't have that stake. Uh, my family comes first. You know, I was actually uh, doing the interview with Neon the other night, and and my daughter, I couldn't get her to sleep before the interview started, and she was coming to me trying to get another movie started. She kept coming in, and I, you know, I I thought after that I was like mortified watching the interview and I'm like, oh man, my daughter I had to yell at her to go out of the room. That I never want to be that guy. I never want to be that dad that yells at my daughter to go away and playing a video game, or much less that I'm I'm talking about a video game on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never want to be that dad. So so it when I thought <laughs> dang it Nina. Um but no I, I really just wanted to I just wanted people to understand that I, I it's, it's not a cop out. I, I saw Zell leave. Uh, I saw the writing on the wall, and I, I was in the conversations. You know, being an admiral, I was privy to the executive council uh, and most of their discussions, and and unfortunately, most of the senior leadership discussions from the different corps, the partner corporations, um, and and they were futile. A lot of the conversations, and like like you said, they degraded into mudslinging, and people, you know, saying, "Well, I could do this better, or you need to do better," and they don't offer to help, uh, you know, just stuff like that. They, it just deteriorated. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think people, you know, look back and say, well, I, he was an admiral once he stepped down and then he did it again. And, and, and I, I hate to have that reputation, but I'm never going to apologize for putting my family first and, and the amount of time that I would have had to put into this game to fill Zell's shoes uh, or to put into the horde. It, it, it's just, it wasn't worth it. I said yeah, so so Zell, it was it last Monday that you pulled DIT from the GHA. Um, it was it was this past Monday that I announced I was going to be pulling DIT out. Yeah. Okay, so then after that happened, basically, how how did the dominoes fall? Did, <laughs> you know, who else decided to say, "Hey, you know what? I'm done with you." Everyone. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it really, it really started to compound. Uh, well, I think the next, the next, the, the next group that actually announced was Red One and Zan, right? Um, Red One and Zan. Well, so it, I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Like everybody was reaching out to me and saying, "Hey, you should just create a new alliance and um, and and try and, and and lead it." And I was like, "No, you know, I, I can't. You know, I can't lead it long term. I have too much going on in, in my life." And um you know when that we we tried to figure out a plan to make that work um so that we could still keep everybody together um but when that fell through uh you know that's that's when everybody started to really pull out and um, we saw red one make their announcement uh and then zan as well you know they followed Red one um i knew in the background you know home and raid were quickly next on that line uh and those those are like i mean you look at GHA, you know, like I, I'm not, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but you know, DIT is one of the biggest corps in GHA. So is Red One and 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 Zan, um, Raid and Home are also pretty big, and then you have Odin as well that also announced theirs. Um, so it, it was just uh, yeah, it started to get really bad thereafter. Um, so 
and and not just that i mean you have people that you know leadership members that were key people in in keeping gha together i mean like shout out to kaylin and drake um you know they also pulled out and then obviously when odin pulls out and and red one and zan that's most of the fc group um you know that was that was actually in the military so um, at this point, I believe the only corporations that are actually staying are the Russian corp, the R- Russian blocks of our of GHA, um, and they're I think they're looking to rebrand into something different. Um, but you know, say la vie, uh, what can you do? Like like how you said, you got to put your your life first and uh, figure out a way to keep you you know from burning thing burning burning yourself to the ground. So um, right. yeah, that's that's really when things started to unravel. Well, you have to look at it too for your members. Uh, you want the best for your yeah. members, you know. That's right. And 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 the leadership, um, you know, it may have happened in Zan. It may have happened in Red One. It may have happened Dit, IOP, Odin. I know Odin's got a lot of voting. In you know, they care for their members, and their leadership team just wants the best for their members. So if it happens to be leaving to join a different alliance, maybe for a different way of life that's what they truly believe and that's what they're going to do yeah yeah 100 percent um you know re- really looking at the like i said with 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 gha like my members are very tired of all the bureaucracy and um really just the the, the lifestyle that we were imposing on ourselves right you know we've played uh, when you look at evil line you don't see you know democracy is doing too well because of that time commitment that you have to make and it's, and it's hard on the players it's hard on people you know um so yeah us deciding to move was was along those lines you know we wanted to try something new and and we are and since then i I tell you what my corporations has not been more more happier uh than the recent moves that we're making and and kind of breaking free from gha and yeah to point out you did uh note some of the larger corporations were leaving gha so odin not odin but valhalla um, what probably just quick math, 600 plus um, characters, uh, accounts, um, Red One, 300 plus, Xanadu, 300 plus, um, I think between Home, JSOC, maybe another 150 so there. And then also, I think um, just recently, Jolly Roger uh, decided that they're going to rebrand um, portion, portions of uh, IOP. Um, are splitting off, so it, 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 I, I think the GHA Discord um, kind of says it all. Like, uh, you know, people, people are just saying, "I log out for 13 hours, I come back, and everything went <laughs> to shit." You know, so yeah, and that's basically how it was. There, there was an announcement about it. Literally in 24 hours, GHA lost 2,600 members. Yeah, and but on the bright side, the the most people who say their bid their farewells have said, you know, the memories are what they tre- treasure. The, everybody has some good memories. Yeah, uh, exactly. Everybody has. Yeah, I mean, me too. <laughs> exactly, and you know, I from what I know, everybody's that's left has probably left on good terms. So yeah, yeah. there's no bad blood there. So yeah, hundred percent. I mean, um, and and like Neon said, we're we're. We're all still. I mean, I invited everybody over to to my Discord, and and we're still good friends. You know, nothing's gonna. I won't, you know, forsake the time in GHA. We still had a blast when we were together, right? We had so we we formed a lot of memories, even though we were we were playing the way we were playing. So 
um, you know, I still really, really appreciated our time there and, and all the relationships and people that we met. It was, it was awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome guys. So Zell, what's your plans for the future? Um, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, I can't say that I didn't enjoy leadership, right? I, I obviously enjoyed it to be able to do it for as, as long as I did. Um, but I'm definitely going to take a break from it. Uh, we, I'm just going to focus on, uh, you know, enjoying what I can with my corporation. And, um, you know, we've rebranded to Rage and Ruin for a reason because we want to focus on content and uh, continue to having fun together. So uh, we're, we're moving as well. Um, I guess uh, it's, I can announce here, at least everybody should know by now that uh, Rage and Ruin has joined Happy Bees. So we're going to be moving over to Delve and uh, we're going to be looking forward to some really good fights with everybody uh, from Delve. So. Uh, if you see a RX2 in local, you better better be careful. You might be coming for you. <laughs> yeah, certainly. And then how about you, Hayu? What's the future hold for you? Right. So again, I think we've had our announcement pretty public at this point that we're joining uh, Silent Alliance proper um, with Red One. Uh, we've we've grown near and dear and close to, to Red One and their group of players, so we will be um, basically sister corps in the Silent Alliance. We're going to be living together and and growing together and, and starting this next chapter. So pretty excited about that. Um, but I, I can tell you personally, I'm, I'm going to focus on some, some inner corp growth. Um, I hadn't properly made money in this game in probably the last three, three months. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a little bit of that. I've been doing a little bit of that, but I think the, the highlight, you know, uh, Rambo, I was listening to your, your interview with true beast and talking about content creation. I've really got a thirst for, for my YouTube channel again, uh, and streaming some PVP. So not being an admiral, I think will be a blessing and hopefully I can start to do a little more, a little less discord, a little more YouTube. Nice. Awesome. Sounds good. And then how about you, neon? What's the future hold for you? Um, I want to keep doing my show. Um, interviews and and get more into they haven't f formally announced it yet but they're gonna launch this csm like role like in eve online where uh i can play more of a role between the players and and the developers i think i'm i've been pretty good at that uh, so <laughs> vote for me then I, no actually they're not gonna have a vote uh anyways we'll, we'll see uh when the announcement comes out uh let me just quickly say I, I don't know where I'm going yet. I I'm a goon for life, so the most uh, reasonable, uh, logical uh, place to, is to follow Zell into Happy Bees because uh, you know staying a goon um, and just anywhere. That, I'm just tired of this this uh, bullcrap. This <laughs> this uh, let's not call it that. Let's call it an experiment. Um, like so, keep mentioning uh, the old SPC, the the console which evolved into a EC. And honestly, I think they're very similar in that there was too much drama, too much negotiations, too much voting on everything. Nothing ever got done except for Discord worrying. Uh, I think that's my take on the whole thing. Is I don't. I hope I never have to go through that again. Uh, I was. In both channels, SPC and the EC channels, I never liked them one bit. They were just so inefficient. Uh, uh, yeah, that's. <laughs> I, I think we could all agree that 
every person here is flipping the page to a new chapter. It, not yep. necessarily that the last chapter was bad, but this next chapter, of course, it's going to be a new chapter, going to experience the game differently. Um, and that goes all the way up to the from the leadership down to the members. So, yeah, 100%. I'm looking forward yeah. to it. Agreed. So then uh, I guess my last question would be is, what do you think is going to happen to the GHA? Um, uh, um, I mean, I, we're likely going to see a rebrand, obviously, and, and maybe uh, from what's left, you know, they'll try and rebuild and, and try something different. Hopefully, uh, probably a dictatorship model, as we've proven with this experiment that uh, democracies are still inefficient and still don't work. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I, I expect to see GHA kind of rise out of the ashes as something new. Uh, that's, that's what happens in, in EVE Online. And, um, you know, hopefully it'll, it'll be better and stronger and it'll, you know, bring something new to, uh, to the East that we can uh, eventually have some content with. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Hey, you, you have a comment? Yeah, I mean, I think it's safe to say that the GHA is no more. Um, and that the, the the brothers that continue to fly in that that region will will rebrand themselves, and I wish them the best of luck. I wish everybody that split the best of luck. You know, I don't I don't hold ill will for any of the unfavorable conversations, even Radar. You know, I, I hope he finds happiness in this game. <laughs> Special shout out there. Um, but I, I, I again, I, I think uh, a lot of the leadership is tired because of how much. A democracy took away from their game time and and left them yeah. in discord and and i think that's the discord warrior part that that neon really points to it's it, even you know a lot of people enjoy it a lot of people don't see it as bullcrap they they like writing charters they like that kind of thought experiment um, but at the end of the, at the end of the day it's a game and and we want to play it and get on with it and 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 you know those kind of oligarchy dictatorships do that most efficiently so there's no ill will or ill, Ill feelings and i think we'll see everybody on the battlefield on one side or the other and uh you know good luck fly safe everyone all right and then uh closing thoughts or shout outs Zell? dude um yeah i mean like like how you said no ill will to anybody uh i'm gonna miss all of you uh it was really fun flying with every single pilot um that we had in gha right Any, anybody who stood with me for CTAs, anybody who stood with any of our FCs or regional generals, um, you know, a special shout out to the to the Blood Horde as well uh, for uh, JR and Red Threat. You know, um, they I think they kind of go overlooked sometimes, uh, but they were. I mean, I flew with Zakat and McCoy. Oh, Zakat mostly, um, and he he leads some really fun fleets. Uh, uh, so shout out to him for all the hard work he does and. Uh, you know, again, like pull a bot with his bloody rooms. Uh, the list just goes on. We had an amazing team, and uh, it was a lot of fun. So, um, you know, shout out to all of you guys, and I look forward to seeing you uh, somewhere else on the battlefield. And, um, hey, maybe we can uh, have a beer and blow something up someday. Uh, it'll be fun. Hi, you. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I gave it, and I echo a lot of it. I mean, I think me and Zell essentially had the same group of people that we grew to love and work with on a daily basis. Um, and then I think we grew annoyed with some of the same people on the same daily basis. But I think the only thing we have yeah. left out here uh, is is our friends and, and allies. I think they've kind of been left out a lot of the conversation. And, and you know, Sarpedin and Amox and uh, the, the guys from Void, um, they, they've been really good friends. And, and I, I hate that it seems like we've crumpled and, and 
all kind of split away from them, but I, I don't, I don't want anyone to feel like that's bad blood with them. So I just want to give the shout out and the love to all of our friends in void and, and, and the content coalition as they are that we, we, we do try treasure that. And uh, it, you know, it's not all for not. Yeah. We love you void. Thank you for all you've done. And how about you, neon, any closing thoughts and shout outs? I'll try to make it quick. Um, a lot to everybody who's been part of GHA, uh, especially the ones who, Worked really hard to build uh, a golden age when we had one, uh, especially to, I was just looking at my chat history. This is uh, uh, right before the Civil War. I was, if I, had, if I could do it again, I'm, I, I would do it totally differently. I reached out to people like Slits, uh, people on the transitional government, even before that, to Bo and everyone. I was like, this democracy is not going to work. I, again, I wish I took a stronger stance then. I, I don't know if I had the power to stop <laughs> everything or change everything, but uh, I, I, I think I could have done more. Like I, I remember telling Slits that um, we're why don't we run it like a business? Why don't we run it like Valhalla, like DIT, like Zan, like <laughs> like all the corps? Why do we do a totally different thing when we when it comes to GHA, where nothing gets done? There's a very uh, Lots of drama, very little things get done. So if I could just, again, and I know we can't go back, but if we could, I would convince or force or it would just lose it. Or everyone, I'm going to say, Bo, don't leave. Uh, Raw, don't leave. Valia, don't leave. Nobody leaves. Let's just own the universe. We have the best FCs. We have the everybody. We have the best of everything. Don't screw it up by this democracy, uh, you know, debating, discord, worrying uh, thing, model. <laughs> the model is not good. So, <laughs> final shout out to uh, Discord Warrior. That's, that never works for Alliance. <laughs> shout out to everyone. <laughs> well, thank you all for being part of my show and doing this for me. And, uh, you know, here's to a new chapter in Eve Echoes. Yes. So, cheers. cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. Well, that wraps it up for this week. If you like the show, please leave a review in Apple Podcasts. I very much appreciate that. If you'd like to reach out to me and submit a corp ad or to be a guest on the show, please join my Discord and say hey. I'll leave that link in the description. If you want even more Eve Echoes news, a deeper dive in a new Eden, check out Echoes from the Front YouTube channel where Damon Zell walks through the game changes and solve maps and much more. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Take care and fly safe.